Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again, you've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I'm Jonathan. I've uploaded some videos to YouTube, my YouTube channel, Jonathan Scholler. You can find that in the comments, the website, jonathanscholler.com, and click on one of those videos. And today I'm talking about abortion, <clears throat> but not of babies. I'm talking about the abortion of you, the abortion of your purpose. God created everyone with a purpose. He created everything with a purpose. A beautiful flower is not only there to to look beautiful, it's there for a purpose. It's there to provide food for other animals. It's there for pollination with the bees. It's there for a whole bunch of reasons. Everything is created with a purpose, including man. And God is the God who knows the end from the beginning. Remember, Jesus Christ was crucified before the foundation of the world. So God said, let us make man in our image. Let us copy ourselves. That's the title of my first book, God Men. Its subtitle is Copies of God Making a Copy of Heaven on Earth. That is our job. Jesus went around making a copy of heaven on earth. He went around saying to pray that God's kingdom would come on earth as it is in heaven. So we are stitching heaven and earth together by our words. God's purpose was for man to rule the earth in right relationship with God. If you take a seed and you place it in concrete, if you take a seed and you place it in a bathtub, if you take a seed and place it in a coffee cup, it will never grow. For a hundred million years, it will sit and do nothing. But the moment you take that seed and place it in soil, it will immediately germinate because its purpose is to replicate itself. And God created man and placed him in the earth, placed him in relationship with God. Our purpose is to multiply the same as the seed. God said to Adam and Eve, he blessed them and he said, multiply and fill the earth. Jesus Christ, the same God, he spoke to the disciples, he spoke to the, his followers, and he said, he sowed the word of God in them. He sowed the seed of the word of God in them, and he said, go and preach this gospel of the kingdom to all nations. He said, go and multiply, go and make disciples. In other words, copy yourself. Now that you have been placed in my soil, in my garden, now that you have found your purpose, you see Colossians says that the good work that God began, 
He will bring it to completion. Psalm 139 says God goes before you into your future, but he also is in your past. Jeremiah 29 says that God knows the plans, the purpose that he has for you. See, when God saw Moses as a baby, he saw a purpose. He saw a deliverer of Israel. He saw the first five books of the Bible, the Pentateuch, whatever you call it, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, all written by Moses. If he had been aborted, if Moses had had been killed as a baby and not been saved in a basket, then his purpose would never have been fulfilled. Now, listen to me. Jesus Christ gave man dominion. It doesn't say that he gave dominion to anything else. He did not give dominion to the animals. He did not give dominion to the plants. He did not give dominion to the weather. I say this for a reason, because Jesus Christ never controlled a man because man has his own government. Man has his own government because when God gave Adam and Earth, Adam and Eve dominion, he gave them government. That word dominion is the word kingdom. God said, let us make man and let's give them kingdom. So Jesus Christ, listen, this is huge, guys. This is huge. Jesus Christ, he rebuked the wind. He rebuked the waves. He turned the water into wine. He cast out demons. In other words, Jesus imposed his government on everything except man. I'm going to say that again. Jesus imposed dominion, rulership, kingdom on everything, on the weather, on the wind, on the waves, on the pigs, on on the water, on the wine, on the grapes, on the fig tree, but not ever on a man. The closest Jesus came to controlling a man or exerting authority over man was to say, follow me. Jesus gave the rich young ruler opportunity to follow him. That was in Mark chapter 10. And the rich young ruler said no, and Jesus let him go. Let me tell you, that's the scariest thing, guys. Jesus will let you go. He will let you go and make up your own mind. He will not control you because he gave you dominion. You and I have dominion. God knew that we were going to sin. So he prepared beforehand. He prepared beforehand the cross. Jesus Christ died for you before he made you. He died for you before he even made the earth. God prepared the way. God said to himself, we're going to make man in our image. They're going to be just like us. They're going to have the ability to rule and reign. They will be gods. They will be kings. They will be priests. They will own everything. And what if they turn against us? What if they rebel? And God said, well, I'm going to die now. I'm going to die now before we create them. I'm going to die now before the creation of the earth. The Bible says in Isaiah 46 that God knows the end from the beginning. It says in Ephesians chapter 2 that he prepared for you good works 
before the world began, for that you would do them. He is going, he's, it, it says in Revelation chapter 13, that Jesus Christ was the lamb who was slain before the creation, before the foundation of the earth. So in other words, God puts a purpose in you and he knows that you're going to fulfill it. But then it's up to you to fulfill it. See, the Bible says in Isaiah that his word goes forth and it does not return to him void, but it, it achieves the thing for which he sent it. But he's not going to control you. So you have a purpose. If you take a fish out of water, it dies. If you put a, a bird under the water, it dies. If you put a seed in concrete, nothing happens. But when a fish is in water, no one needs to teach it to swim. When a bird is in the air, no one needs to teach it how to fly. And when a seed is in the soil, no one needs to teach it to grow because it's built in. Its purpose is built. Its purpose is built. When God said, let there be light, the sun is, you know, it's fusion. It's, it's, it's fusion. It will never run out. It's an unending, it's undepletable. It, it's like when God said, let, let us make man in our image and bless them. That's it. Perpetually, man is going to be blessed. Perpetually, man is going to multiply. So God has pr- created you with a purpose. Your purpose is to be in God. Your purpose, yes, you were planted on the earth, but you were planted on the earth in relationship with God. That's why Jesus marveled at the centurion. I want you to study that because that is really paramount to our faith. The centurion, Jesus marveled at the centurion's faith because he understood authority, because he understood his place. The centurion didn't do what he wanted to do. He did what his master wanted to do. He was under authority. He did what his commanding officer wanted to do. He, in a sense, had lost his life to find it. He, in a sense, had laid down his life for his friends. He, in a sense, was giving to receive. The centurion had lost his life. He, didn't, he no longer existed, but his, his commanding officer, Rome, the empire, existed for him. He was under authority, and that is our purpose. As Christians, we must come under authority. We must come under what that means is we submit to God and the devil flees. We understand that our place is in him. It's in him that we live and move and have our being. It's in him. He is our purpose. He is our place. We are hidden in Christ Jesus. And so today, don't allow the enemy to abort your purpose. Your purpose is to fulfill the good works that God's begun in you. And the way that you do it, you don't pursue them. You don't pursue purpose. You pursue God. If you seek first the kingdom, Jesus said, all these things will be added to you as well. In other words, let your face be seeking Jesus. Let your face be seeking things above, not things beneath. In other words, when you look to God, when you seek him, when you want him, when you are hungry and thirsty for righteousness, you will be filled. In other words, seek your place of being under the authority of Jesus Christ. 
Seek your, be in him, be in him. Make that your focus and you will bear fruit. Jesus said it this way in John 14. He said, if you abide in me, you will bear much fruit. So don't go after the fruit. Do you think a mango tree is going after mango fruit? No, a mango tree is going after two things. The sun, it's going after its source. The mango tree will produce fruit by going after the source, not by going after the fruit. The mango tree isn't sitting there pushing fruit. I'm trying to push some fruit. No, it's pushing its roots down. All of the effort of the mango tree is in two things. Number one, putting its leaves facing the sun like a solar panel. And number two, pushing its roots down into the soil. So that is what you and I, every day we go deeper into the word of God. We push our roots down deep into the soil of the word of God. That's the kingdom of God. That's the parable of the sower. That's the words of Jesus. Number two, or what I said, number one, is we face him. It is as we see him, we will, we will be like him. It is as we place our hope in him, we purify ourselves. And when we awaken, we will awaken in his likeness. We are God's. Psalm 92, sorry, Psalm 82 verse 6. You are God's. We are made in the image of God. So your focus should be on abiding, abiding in Jesus, looking at Jesus, worshiping Jesus, praising Jesus, seeking first the kingdom of Jesus and the righteousness of Jesus, which means the ability to stand with God, be like the centurion and come fully under authority. The deeper, the better. Don't go after your purpose. Don't go after your fruit. Don't go after numbers or ministries or books. Don't go number after, after businesses or houses or cars. No, Jesus said the pagans are like that. Do not be like the pagans who go after things. Don't go after anything, but be like your father in heaven. Trust that your father is good and, and seek first the kingdom. And all of these things will be added to you as well. In fact, he commanded you not to worry. So all of your focus, all of your purpose is to come under him, come under his covering, come under his kingdom, to sit, to wait, to receive, to ask, to pray, and your joy will be full because out of that place of oneness with God, and that's what this is all about, you are made to be one with God. Jesus and the bride will become one when they are married. You are his body, so you're already one with him. You are seated on the throne if you overcome. So you are one with him. So today, make your focus. The way to achieve your purpose, the way to bear fruit, the way to achieve your destiny is to focus solely on God. Jesus said you will love God with all of your heart, all of your mind, all of your soul, all of your strength. Be like that seed that isn't sitting on the concrete, but is planted in the soil like in Psalm number one, the, the, the tree that is planted by the rivers of water will grow, will grow, will grow, will produce fruit in its season in Jesus' name.
Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast, Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Have a look at all of the websites on jonathanshola.com. There's the Melbourne Underground Church, which you can find by simply searching for Warrior Church. Love you lots. Share this message. Bye-bye. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to my Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I made the decision three and a half years ago to seek first the Kingdom of God and I've been following him ever since. I began this podcast and you can go back and listen to old episodes. I wrote the Kingdom of God book called God Men and the second book is coming out hopefully soon, pray for me. And we're just so excited to be starting something in Melbourne, Australia. Um, Of course, there's a lot of opposition at the moment. My mum received a magazine from a Christian church and it was wrapped up by our government in plastic and it said, warning, this is dangerous material. You know, this is, is offensive material because it contains the Bible. Can you believe that? In Australia, do you know it's illegal to tell your children that they are uh, a boy or a girl? You know, if your child wants to change their, you know, gender, if your child wants to have a, a sex change in, a, in my country, in my state, you cannot even pray for them. You can have 10 years jail just for praying for them. We are living in antichrist days where the Bible is considered dangerous, but children are allowed to change their sex medically and parents cannot stop them. This is evil, evil, evil. Now, we are not afraid. We're not ashamed. But I'm telling you the truth, my God, now it is an opportunity. Right now, it is a hot, hot, hot opportunity to preach the one true message of the kingdom of God that Jesus preached. So please, would you share this message today in Jesus' name?